Welcome back to my thought partner, or welcome if you're the first timer. Michael David Davis here. Nicole Davis. She would not let me say she was illustrious. I don't know why. <sighs> <laughs> Nicole, today's what? episode what? is all about your favorite. Mm. Everything's always your favorite, but it's- That's because I'm a positive person. I just <laughs> like stuff. I, I'm, easily, I'm easily excited and easily amused. Yeah, but you're definitely not wrong about being a positive person. <laughs> I, I almost did not want to do this episode because I got lost in the whole reason why we're bringing up tools. Yeah. Because I was still so excited about, yes, we do have- Mm -hmm. An actual egg timer. Mm -hmm. We talked about it last episode. However, it is dysfunctional. It's Actually, I, one one might argue non-functional. Yeah, I know. We hear the ticking. We got the ticking. Yeah. But what what very important function does it not execute on? This particular egg timer. Yeah. So this wonderful egg timer just lets you feel the anxiety of the Correct. countdown. <laughs> but there's no finality. There's no final ding. There's no final. We're just going to let it go. And so if you don't hear the ding, that's because it's not, it doesn't exist. I know, but don't you feel like that could be a little like anxiety provoke? I mean, even I'm like feeling a little, a little sweaty right now just listening to like. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a good thing we're talking about tools because I feel like. Sometimes we are in an endless timer, <laughs> or we think we have an endless timer. We're really pulling out a thread here, but okay. <laughs> but look, like, okay, if you think about it, we're at, we have this endless timer. You think that we have all this time to get things done. So if we don't have something to mm -hmm. remind us, it's time to move on. Sure. How do you know that it's time to move it's on? It's time to move right, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right? yeah. So I think the tools that we're going to talk about are going to help that and implement that. And... Well, yeah, and I think the last time in our on the last episode, we didn't get the chance to really like dive in, roll up our sleeves, get our hands dirty, and maybe talk about some of the tools that we use um, or, or to create kind of a complete picture of some of the tools that we use you, and why we think they're so awesome. You definitely hinted at them for sure. I mean, I, I think it was a little bit more than a hint, I, but yeah. yeah. It was we like the way it. we met, but that's for a whole other thing. It was definitely more than a hint of that who is, was pursuing who. Not for the podcast. That's cool. not right. Yeah. Okay, so when we're talking about tools, mm -hmm. I wanted to talk. So here was the problem. I wanted to talk about all these fun analog tools and how they were used in our lives and why mm -hmm. and whatever. And that was the mm -hmm. Nicole's face that she gave me uh, mm -hmm. in the listening format. It equivalates to like. Well, because let's be, shall we talk about what was on the list? Yeah, let's do it real quick. Make me happy. Woohoo! Pens, pencils, paper, notebooks, <laughs> standing desk. Like, folks, folks know what these things are, babe. Yeah, laptops, yeah. phones. You know what they are, but are you using them correctly <laughs> oh or effectively? Right? Okay, so I mean, we got it. We know what they are. You should have one of those. That's probably how you found us or how you're listening or maybe even watching us. Right. So, and so I think we can move on to like, that's like 101. Yeah. I think we can move on to like, 102, dare I say, like 201. Fair enough. Of like, what are some digital tools that we can use that can supplement the analog tools that folks are already using or can kind of like elevate your game, right? Uh, or help keep you more organized, can really help you show off in a meeting. We all like to do that every once in a while. So that was the purpose of today's podcast is to yeah. really talk about those but tools. But let's be honest. I was also just trying to be a great partner by talking about and again, practicing my active listening skills where 
I knew that we talked about notebooks and the ability yeah. to like turn them around and how that was a part of your efficient process in an analog world. So, so true. But we talked about it. So yeah. We don't need to okay. talk about it again. Yeah. We're good. I will beat a dead horse. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. What else? Let's get into it then. Okay. I will say this. Say okay. it. So if if we're talking about tools in a product, no, not a product. If we're talking about tools. Oh, in productivity? In productivity. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You My brain it. was actually going to like what I want to purchase from Amazon later. So Shocker. yes, it, if we're going into tools about productivity and how to become more operationally efficient, yes. I think we're thinking about who you are interpersonally in your work in your role mm-hmm. and or your person. Well, I also want to just touch quickly, if you're a person who's like in the entrepreneurial world or you're in a startup or you're trying to like get somewhere to be to become your own boss or to create your own business, uh, there are some tools a little bit I want to just hit on for the fact uh, because it's it is a it is a is a thing that will set you apart as you're trying to build your business. As opposed to the side Sorry. hustle that yeah. is really making you look like you're just trying to push a side hustle mm. to giving you a little bit more kind of edge over your competition. Or, or a little more polished, maybe. A little more polished so that yeah. your friends and family don't think like, oh, you're just doing this thing. Okay, yeah, whatever. Like, we don't really, we're not going to support you and promote yeah. you because, you know, it looks a little like my three-year-old niece did it or something, right? So when I say that, you know, this is all gonna make sense. So when I say that, for those of you that are out there, and this is my one and only time I'm gonna stand on the soapbox, it's not the Baloney. only time. Yeah, yeah it's but not continue. The then I'm gonna say, please, 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 if you have your own business and your side hustle, get a domain name, mm-hmm. right? Get yourcompany.com. Obviously that domain name is probably taken, but <laughs> Get a domain name with your company. You think that is probably the most obvious thing. Okay, but why is that so important? Because it's going to, unfortunately, we have to prove ourselves digitally, right? Every, yeah. Everything we are fed is a digital environment and we need some sort of like digital certification or verification. Now, granted, I think that you're getting that domain because it gives you some levity and it gives you that one more percent of the unknown about who you are because you're probably an unknown person. I'm an unknown person. You're an unknown brand. We're an unknown brand. You're you're probably somebody that is trying to give a little bit more validity to what legitimacy. you're- Legitimacy. Yeah, and your legitimacy. Okay, but pause. So yeah. is that, that domain name- Yes. Does that just mean you're getting- a web address, like you're getting a website, essentially. So you, there's two ways you can look at this, yeah. right? So getting the domain name is first and foremost important, and I'll tell you why, because it's the foundation for mm-hmm. two different things okay. that are gonna happen next. Right. One, website, you brought it up, right? Like yeah. everyone should have a website. You can get them anywhere now. Squarespace, Wix, you can get them WordPress. You can, you, they're, they're dime a dozen. You can build one in less than 30 seconds. Canvas, really not Canvas, Canvas, Canva. sorry. Right, yeah. Yeah, you can do a one-page website. Yeah, you, you can just build a landing page. So great, so and what is it, how under the basics, who yeah. you are, what you do? who you're trying to go after, right? Yeah. But the other more important thing that I find the most. It's your pet peeve, I think. It is my pet peeve. Mm-hmm. And it, and it and it's almost, I don't want to say it's unprofessional, but man, if you're going through the lengths and the hustle and you're, you're really trying to get that product or service yeah. out there, the last thing I want to see is your business 
your company at gmail.com, right? Yeah. Well, and look, there's no problem right. if that's what you're doing, that's right. right? There isn't a problem. That's fine. What what we're talking about is kind of that differentiator and what are small ways that you can kind of add value and, as we said, add validity and legitimacy to your business by just kind of making some of those small tweaks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, it's, and the reason why I say it's a pet peeve is because you got to imagine when you're in a world where sales happens all the time, you are going to you're going to start receiving information from people. And believe it or not, when you start seeing things from yourcompany.com, great. It looks like it's a real thing. You're more likely going to click on it. You're going to look at it. If I'm receiving your company at gmail.com from an email perspective, I'm going to go, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm, you're probably going to go to the bottom of the list to be not considered, or I'm just not going to have time to go dig out to see if you're actually a real company because you, again, I don't have a three-year-old niece. I don't know. I'm, I'm using the proverbial imaginary three-year-old niece, but like they can create a Gmail account. And so it's easy to like fall into like phishing or any type of like bad. Sorry, well, someone can go out there and get your information, right? Sure. If they assume you have money, they're going to try to get your money, right? So let's, it's also a form of protection to protect your business that you're okay. working on building that you are actually coming from a place of that validity that you mentioned. So that's really, I just wanted to get into. So like get a domain name, get yourcompany.com, whatever it is, and then get some sort of email hosting service if your domain provider has that, great, do it. Enough of the subject, we're moving on. But I, th because that's, a, again, yeah, a part got of it. it. Great. All right, sure enough, go on. What What's next? I, I wanna get into the productivity. That was my thing if you're just starting a company, but now if you're in the company or you're in the throes of it, whether you're an executive in your role, what, what can I use today? Yeah, but also this isn't just like startup oriented, right? right? I mean, I think it's if you're working within an organization, if you're in a matrix organization, there are definitely opportunities to have some better like project management tools and things like that so that you can really ensure everyone understands what the outcome needs to be, how we're getting there, what the roadmap looks like, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think I talked about this last week, but now I can't really remember. Monday.com. You definitely brought it up. <sighs> Because I'm a Monday person. We, so I remember that. I remember I said that. But Man. Tell me more. I really love Monday.com. So I love a good project management tool, but I also love something that is highly customizable and that looks pretty, for lack of a better word. Like I just love for things to look inviting. When you log into it, you want to stay because it's just really appealing looking and, and looks nice and tidy and organized. So I'm sure the folks at all of these organizations would not appreciate this description, but to me, Monday.com is like Jira or Asana, but like at Disney World, you know, mm. it's like beautiful. <laughs> you can color code things and, um, you know, drag things around. Like I really love the functionality of it and you can use it in any number of ways. I mean, you can, we, one of the things on our list for today is talking about CRMs, you know, um, Yes. You Customer can. relationship management systems. Yeah. Man, I've had a moment Look, there. Look, I actually had to write down. <laughs> we, I was like. We're so used to using acronyms. I just I'm say like, CRM what? all the time. Right. What does yeah. that stand for? Yes. Customer relationship management systems. So you can use Monday.com as a CRM. You can use it for project management. You can, you know, set up contingencies within it. Um, I've, you know, I've used it in certain roles for 
um, you know, ensuring that people are onboarded correctly. And mm. do we know, does everyone within our team understand what the onboarding and new training process looks like for a new team member? So we can just ensure that that new person has great experience. And again, you're kind of ensuring that that communication is set across your organization, that everyone knows what the expectations are. So to me, Monday.com is a great tool maybe for for folks who are a little maybe intimidated by something like Asana mm, or right Jira. Right. And those are great tools, by the way. Don't get me wrong. But I'm also not someone who's actually building out. Like I'm not in the the IT space necessarily. And so I'm I'm not using Jira or Asana or things like that to kind of their fullest capabilities, which is maybe why I don't love them as much. But they're great for what they do. Well, then that's perfect. So like, again, disclaimer, none of these tools that we're recommended, they are oh, yeah. not paying for this podcast. No. They are not, we are not bidding. So all these will be in the show notes. There's not going to be any affiliate links, just <laughs> bad decisions on us, right? But that's okay, because this is really about providing you yeah. that ability to do a dive yourself. We're, we're talking about what we use, why we use them, and how we've used them. But again, this is also more specifically just to give you an idea about how to what steps you can take to increase your productivity and make yourself more efficient. The other part of that though is using these tools depending on who you are. Like mm -hmm. Nicole and I are, are, again, we talk about our differences a lot. She likes the pretty, I like the functional. So if it is- I mean, I like functional too. Uh, correct. I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase that. Yeah. You, it's not that it because it's pretty. It's, it's not, not functional. binary. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> it's not like Chrome on a car. It's so pretty, but there's no function to it. Uh, it's more so like like when you mentioned Jira or especially Jira. Jira is a platform that is known to be used by a lot of engineers and different startups or tech companies to list and provide documentation and support systems and who's actually accountable for following up on those um, in a very technical environment mm -hmm. a lot of the times, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. so you don't need color. I mean, there are color codes, but you don't need like yeah. pretty things. You don't need these wow factors. You just need data and a way to collect it and how to kind of knock manage it off. Project. Manage yeah. a project. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, that that's kind of what we're getting at. But like, you'll find these tools that'll work best for you. Mm -hmm. So again, this is not a comprehensive list by any means. There's going to be things we don't even talk about. Oh, you know, but like, look, this is our podcast. So we talk about the stuff we want to talk about. Well, you know, <laughs> that's why I married you. And I want to talk about Monday.com. Right. Okay, but I did. I, so we can move they on. They should use that snippet. I'm going to like send that out. <laughs> that's terrible. Um, no. But, you know, and, and the other thing behind that is, is there's... You're going to, you know, we have probably played around with so many tools. I can't tell you, in our household, we are constantly like, oh my gosh, check out this, like, yeah. check out this website, check yeah. out this, check out, check out this tool. And Nicole has to remind me, just use the one you have. Stop looking for the next better thing or stop looking for the next tool. So you have to find that tool to- I don't know that, that that's what I say, but oh. that's a cool story. Um, <laughs> No, I mean, I, I actually think, we were just talking about this, so that- it's really important to be open to new tools yes. so that you do know what the next best thing is, right? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. that you're constantly kind of learning and expanding your own toolbox. Because I think, you know, again, we'll talk through, we're doing a lot of talking and not really a lot of tool talk, but, um, you know, there, there are a lot of different things out there that serve a different purpose. Just like there are different, there are competing organizations that have the right use case or the right 
client or what have you. So I think that's the important thing with tools. It's like there are a million things out there. Find the ones that work for you and that work best for the particular use case that you need them for in that moment. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying, don't be like me. So for instance, well, let's just go into a CRM, for instance, right? Like, so CRM, a customer relationship management tool. Wow, I always want to say retention because like I I'm know. trying to keep you I know. So the customer relationship management tool, what that is simplify, what that simplistic idea is, is anybody that you're interacting with, you're putting it into a, a database. So let's go back to the analog. You're writing down their name, mm -hmm. their email, phone number, address, probably the most basic things you can get. Now, let's take that the next step further. So here's the, here's the trap that I fall into. Now I want to put this into an Excel sheet, or I want to put this into a Google spreadsheet, or mm -hmm. I want to put this into some digital format, right? And then after I've done that, now I want to take that and I want to put that into a new, nice and beautiful system. So you have systems like HubSpot, you have systems like Salesforce, mm. you have things like I see Zoho. And so I will try them all out. I bet while I'm diving into them, then I'm like, oh, because they do all have features that are missing mm -hmm. and or there's not a, yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. never find an all-in-one. And right. you shouldn't try to find an all-in-one because then you're probably overpaying for features that you don't need. But I, what I do is I start to like play with all these tools. And then once I get a tool set up where I'm like, all right, it is now ready. It's automated. It's good to go. And I'm like, but what about that one feature? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have. I see what you're saying. Right? Yeah. So don't fall into that trap. Try them out, but be very, go in with the idea of yeah. what you actually need, right? The idea of the tool is to fix the problem that you have at the moment or to prevent an immediate problem. Don't worry about things that are 10 steps down the line or 20 steps yeah. down the line. It's like over-engineering for where you are now, yeah. right? Or um, that grass is always greener idea. I'm like, well, surely there's something else out here. Like, do something, right? right? Use use a tool, start moving forward, and fully assess and decide what's working about it and what's not. And then, yeah, if you need to pivot or make a change, do that. But yeah, I get what you're saying now. Like, yeah. don't don't prevent yourself from doing something because you're waiting for that perfect tool. Okay, so like, if we're gonna if we talk about tools, right, and specific tools, I, the psychology of I'm writing things down. It's working for me. At where is it? Where should I be self aware? What type of things should I start thinking about? When is it time to move into that next tool? At when it's not working for you. Okay. Uh, I mean, look, like do do what works for you. And I think we talked about this before. Like, I love a good post-it, you know? And and it just depends, but there are times that, that does not serve me. Obviously, living in my post-it paradise doesn't really work when I'm trying to collaborate with other people. So, you know, I think that is that is the tipping point is yeah. When you're starting to see things break down in your systems, when you're not as productive as you feel like you should be or could be or maybe as you used to be, that's when it's time to kind of reassess the tools that you're using and figure out if there's a better approach. Um, or if you're like running into the same problem over and over again. Those are usually good indicators that something's not quite right with the systems that you're using right now. You know, if you are kind of working in a silo and doing your own thing and you don't need to collaborate with a lot of people, I don't know a ton of roles that are like that, but you know, I'm sure there are some. You do you, you know, like keep keep plugging away at whatever systems work, even if those are pencil paper. But I think the things that we're talking about today are when you do need to kind of expand and be able to collaborate with folks a little bit more broadly. You know, and speaking of segues, that <laughs> between collaboration and sticky notes, there mm -hmm. is a wonderful platform out there that's called Lucid Spark. And Lucid Spark is 
just that. It is, it's taken Nicole, this is almost, I, I wanted Nicole to use this tool all the time, but again, we, they have already so many tools, but it is taking a, a board, basically like a whiteboard, and you get in there with five, six, 10, 20 people, and you just start throwing ideas down on sticky notes, on digital sticky notes, and then you can drag and drop them in different columns and things of that nature. So let's say, okay, if you wanna use it for an icebreaker, and you're like, all right, I want everyone to write down what city you're from, and then uh, we're going to put them in columns, like what city starts with the letter A through whatever, and see it all the way through the alphabet. And then you just start dragging and dropping, you go, okay, people, mm -hmm. look at you, look, there's already yeah. five people from cities what A through C. So you know, but it is a total drag and drop and it's based off the sticky note. I think it's so cool because it's it's easy, it's fast, and, and believe it or not, it's fun. Um, and I think that's one thing that tools we never talk about is they can be fun if you like to use them. So. Yeah. That one's not my favorite though. Yeah, it's okay. It's yeah, okay. I, it just yeah. made me think about it and, you know, if we're going to talk about the tools that are out there. Yeah. Well, so can I counter that with... Yes. Miro. Miro is my... my um, favorite right now, I, and I should say right now, because tomorrow it could be something else. But I, I use Miro in that same way. And again, this is one of those things that it is kind of like, what's the right use case? And what kind of resonates best with you based off of how you're operating and what works best for your clients and customers, right? Or the other folks that you're collaborating with. So to me, Miro kind of serves that same purpose. What I really love about Miro is that they have all of these templates already created and they have this really robust community where other people can submit the boards and the templates that they've created. So you don't have to build everything from scratch. And one thing that I've done with Miro is really created my own personal set of templates that I can mm -hmm. use time and time again. So one thing that I've done is created a customer journey map so that when I'm working with clients and saying, okay, you know, let's really map out what your customer journey looks like right now. Let's identify those different inflection points. When are you interacting with customers? Does that feel like a positive interaction? What are some pain points during that time? So I have that ready to go. So that anyone that wants to kind of talk to me about their customer journey or anyone where it seems like that may be something we want to dig into, I've got that tool ready to crank out. I have one for, you know, identifying a or, you know, building out a new initiative. So kind of what are all the things that we need to think about when we're embarking on a new initiative? So to me, that's the thing I really like about Miro is you can replicate your own templates, you can pull from other people, and then it's pretty easy to customize. So like if I'm working with a different client, I just switch out the branding colors, I switch out the logo, and then it feels like a very personalized, customized experience for them as well. All right, so we'll be back the second half, getting into more specific tools. Awesome. Let's do this. Are you recording? I'm recording. Our best, our best selves in this moment. <laughs> I'm just having fun. Okay, so I, Nicole's always telling me I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm like swirling the drain constantly, right? <laughs> like, just or it's the long kiss goodnight. I just can't wrap things up, or yeah. I just don't bring yeah. these things together. So. <laughs> we've, we've alluded to some of these tools, but like this, we're going to get into like the rapid fire where the tools are and then get you on your way. Okay. Okay. Right. So yeah, I love that. <laughs> I figured you would. I, 
we mentioned Canva, so I'm going to go from Canva and, and just talk about what I love about Canva. So Canva, if you're in design world, it's excellent. It's awesome. You can create things. There's a billion templates on there for everything yeah. imaginable that you can create. Yeah. But what I use Canva for, because we're going to tie this all into something, is that I use Canva for actually content planning. And mm, that content mm -hmm. planning is the automation part of me posting to my social networks, right? Whether that's for the personal side of the world or for the business side yeah, of the world. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Because I actually am not sure that a lot of people know about that, that, it that functionality right. within Canva. Well, and the funny thing is- I did I didn't know about it. I right. mean, I'm not necessarily this like representative Nicole of- Nicole loves Canva. I love Canva, love but I didn't know that it did that. Yeah. And she would tell me about Canva. I'm like, I don't care about this stuff. Like, what's <laughs> the point of it? And yeah. now I, I'm i like this big proponent of Canva because of that. And, and it was funny because we were talking, I wanted to find this tool. So there's existing tools that are out there. There's Hootsuite. There's things that have been there mm -hmm. for a long time, for years, decades even. And I was... I was trying to find this tool that would like allow me to post content because as you know, content generation is key nowadays. Any social media manager out there, and again, if you don't have that person in your company or that is you, just know that is a that is a thankless job and it is one of the most crucial elements now because again, that is mm -hmm. everything we are facing is digitized. So yeah. that is an important thing. And Canva fits that exact immense proportion for a tool, but I never knew that you can actually use it to yeah. free up your life because content generation, which I have learned is tedious. It is it is it's challenging. Yeah. You have to come up with so much stuff. For, Long kiss goodnight. Yeah. But a little bit. Right. So I have a year's a year stuff planned out already that yeah. is now going to automatically be generated through Canva through their content planner. Yeah. Well, and a great example of two people using the same tool in very different ways. Very right. much so, right, yes. Okay, and then so, but that also leads into the next tool, which is chat GPT. Yes, I know it is. The big hot button is the big topic Blows out there. my mind. There are hundreds, if not yeah. thousands of articles a day written yeah. about the fear of AI and removing a lot of these redundant jobs yeah. of content creation. Well, yeah, but like great thing to talk about when it comes to content creation, right? Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's really, here, let, let's get this to the, the very truth of the matter. You are the human. Nobody has the voice that you have and nobody is going to speak with your voice. You know you and you know how you portray a message. Mm -hmm. no, and, or what message you wanna convey yeah, to your audience, right? No AI is gonna replace you, yeah. right? Let's just get that. Now, what AI generation tools are great for whether this is a, a, a painting one, uh, whether this is a chat one, the great thing is, is that it can give you a little foundation to start mm, with. Mm -hmm. right? A jumping off point. It can absolutely give you a jumping off point. And yeah. that's all you should be using it for. You should be using it for a jumping off point. If you need it for idea generation, yeah. they're perfect. But then you go in and you start modifying, you start yeah. tweaking it, right? Well, and I, I mean, I always say, I love to edit, I hate to write. And so for me, it's it's a perfect tool for that, right? Because I I have a good eye for kind of tweaking other people's work. Like, isn't that convenient? But <laughs> like, you know, I like I'm to go. <laughs> I like to you. go in and fine tune or edit things. But sometimes sitting down and just writing something from scratch can be really challenging for me. It's just kind of how I'm built. I've always been that way. So it is a great tool in that sense that if you're similar in in that 
gosh, sometimes it's just really hard to get started, that it's a great place to get started. Yeah. And, and it really is good for, again, if you're creating sequences in sales, if you're creating responses, if you're doing things mm -hmm. that are that are repetitious, it's great for really adding your voice into something created based around all the data that exists out yeah. there. Again, not reinventing the will, but yep. adding your voice to it. And again, you're doing it because you don't need to plagiarize other people's content, but we're in a society now that nothing really is original anymore, right? We're just sure. rebuilding upon something new. Okay, so the other part of that is, what I struggle with most is, how do I know when spending too much time on something is enough, Nicole? What yeah. I have to use this tool. <laughs> We already know. This is analog. Look, look. did anybody hear it go off? No, day. You didn't. It broke. So unfortunately, we have to go digitally. And I say unfortunately because it is. It surrounds us everywhere. I use this wonderful tool. It's called Pomodoro. Mm. It is based off of the Pomodoro method. Yeah. And I actually didn't even know what the Pomodoro method is. I probably should have known this my entire life. Someone should have told me about it. I'm surprised Nicole didn't introduce this to me <laughs> years and years ago in our relationship. But... Ultimately, what it is, it's it's just you can use it in a Chrome extension. I'm sure that there are other varieties out there. But yeah. what we use it for is it's on its default settings. It's 25 minutes of focused work, five minute break. You do that four times, and then you get a long break that's there. The whole concept of it is is that so that you are giving and retraining your brain to get that real focus mm -hmm. on what you're doing, and then relaxing. Yeah. My problem was when I first started using this tool is that 25 minutes is not long enough for me to get something done. Right. But what I was finding out and what I am also now an advocate of is when I, when I don't do that 25-5, now again, you can go into settings and you can change all these things, but I will find myself doing an hour and a half sit down of just work deep diving into it. And I will find myself more mentally fatigued mm -hmm. right. later and burning out of the day sooner. Well, and the quality of your work tends to diminish. Not you, like just people. Oh, right? I diminish. You said <laughs> it's like my battery levels is you power down. But the quality of your work tends to diminish when you don't yeah. take those breaks uh, to kind of give yourself that mental reset. And yeah, then you don't necessarily have that same energy later in the day or later in your your work time frame to have that same level of quality there, right? Yeah. And I think we actually use it for different reasons. So for me, my personal productivity is really high on days that I have a lot of meetings, right? Because you you have a very clear schedule. I only have this amount of time in between these meetings to get these other things done that have to happen today. And so I can boom, 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 crank those things out. But on days that I don't have a lot of meetings or if I have you know meetings in the morning but then the afternoon is free, sometimes it's hard for me to just stay focused and get those things done in a shorter amount of time. You know, maybe it takes me two hours to do something that really should have just taken me an hour if I had not had my phone, if I had, you know, just kind of like stayed tuned into what I was doing. So that's how I use it on, on days that I have longer stretches of that, you know, unstructured time. It helps me with structure. And then I know, you know, we've talked about distractions before during that 25 minute work session, I'm not kind of giving in to distractions. And then during those five minutes, yeah, I'll check my email. I'll check my phone and see if I have any, you know, calls, missed calls or texts or anything like that. But then when it's time to work again, it's time to work again. And that has really helped me 
again, to add structure in unstructured days. Yeah. And just to talk about the tool, because I think we're talking about the method, but we're not yeah, really yeah, talking yeah. about the tool. Yeah. The thing that I like about the tool is that you can also customize pieces. So yes, you can customize the timing, but you can also customize the sounds and the little alerts. So there's kind of like white noise function that gives you kind of that nice auditory signal as well, that this is working time. And if you happen to be working with someone else in your home as well, it's a nice signal to other people that yeah. this is my focus time, right? So they're not inadvertently kind of interrupting the time that you're really focused on work. And then you can choose what the little alarm is when your work time's over or when your break time is over. But you know, it, it's a very simple tool that can be really helpful. I will say it's interesting. I'm actually trying to use it. This is its own thing. I'm trying to use it to help me with one of my fears. Like, I don't know where it happened. It's somewhere in my life over age. I've been getting scared of flying. I don't know why. I love mm, flying. It's so mm -hmm. fast. But I've been getting fearful of it. But one of the dings is that the the call attendant button. It's like the bing. bing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I use is that. Is that helping? It, I don't, well, I don't know. We haven't flown like <laughs> since that time. But okay, like, we'll see. but like, I'm using it so that that becomes a more common yeah, sound. And that's pretty funny. So that I'm disassociating it that with the fear of being yeah, in a plane. So yeah. we'll find out if it works. Well, but is it positive reinforcement? Or are you using that to indicate it's time for a break? Or it's I'm, time to get back to work? Because I'm using it. For the break. Okay, I, good. Yeah, we should I have a so. positive association. Yeah, with yeah, that. yeah. Okay, well, okay. of course, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah, who wants to go back? My, I think my going back to the work is like the big goal. Yeah, that's mine too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because <laughs> that's fun. All right. You also talk about, this is our other, our other favorite tool, hands down. I don't care if you're a solopreneur, entrepreneur, if you're a small business owner. I don't, even if you don't do anything, if you are- If you're a human. If you're a human. Okay. And you just need- some sort of little bit. Don't even know what you're going to say. Gaining back the chaos in your life. Uh-huh. Right? Get Calendly. Oh, why have we not talked about this? Oh, yeah. I love Get it. Get Calendly because, I love it so much. first of all, it is the best free tool out there in my, I would, I would love for anyone out there to argue differently. <laughs> I know if you're- I mean, I'm sure you could. <laughs> you could. But I know- But it's great. Yeah. Go, well, here, look. All right. I-, I this woman is itching to get out of her chair and talk about this because Calendly, but Calendly hands down mm -hmm. for the free tool that it is. And Calendly, if any of your executives hear this, or if I, I don't even remember off the top you. of my head for Cheryl, don't change this because you've got me hooked, right? I've even had to pay for it now because I love the feature so much. Yeah. You got me. You well, I was going to say, in. you can pay to upgrade the features, right? And to add kind of like a more robust suite yeah. of scheduling options. But man, the free is it tool great. itself. I love it. How well, does yeah, it work? I don't well, I don't know because I pay for it. So I don't I don't want to talk about the free aspect. Sorry. But I'm just Why? saying Well, no, I'm just saying I yeah. I can't speak to the features. I don't work for Calendly. But the the way that I use it is that I just keep a 30-minute meeting link available in my email at all times so that any of my clients or anyone that I'm working with knows they can reach out to me and get get time on my calendar then. Because sometimes you do just need to have that quick check-in um, of like, hey, I have a question about this, Nicole. Can you help me work through this? Blah, blah, blah. Um, so that's one way that I use it. We use it for a team calendar also so that if everyone or a few people from our team need to be included on a specific meeting, it'll actually align with the availability of multiple calendars so that you don't have to do that legwork yourself. I can't tell you how many times I've had clients that we're working with say, oh my gosh, that was so easy. Thank you for sending me that Calendly link. You know, people love it. it I think trying to navigate multiple calendars is 
awful sometimes. It's awful. Because you're also trying to interpret like the importance of someone else's mm. calendar, which is not, you know, a battle you're going to win. And you're relying on if they are sharing all the information in That's the right. calendar, right? You don't need to see the details, but like, are they really available? Because again, when we talk about our efficiencies or trying to make ourselves more productive and my favorite, again, when we talk about time blocking, a lot of, if you're not putting time blocking into your calendar, then you're mm -hmm. shown available. So if you send out yeah. that Calendly link and then it shows you're available and then you're really not, right, you're, you're harming yourself. So yeah. I think too, to add to what you're saying is that what I also love about Calendly is you might work from nine to five, you might work eight to six, you might work 10 to 10, or well, I would say more like five to 10, yeah. 5 a.m. to 10 p.m you can actually just create a selective period of time that you're going to be available for meetings. So yeah. you're controlling it before it even gets to your availability. Yeah. And so, you know, for like new clients, we usually do like a new client Monday or something like that. So there's only the certain links that we send out specific mm -hmm. to those reasons why you might want to meet me. Yeah. And, and if you don't have something like that, and if you want to use it in your personal life, I, it sounds ridiculous and you're going to be like probably freaking your friends out, but... <laughs> If your friends want to do something with you and you're, everyone's like, well, I don't know when I have time, when I have time, guess what? Make that, just set a block of time out, send it to the friends. And if they don't choose it, guess yeah. what? You at least gave them the opportunity, right? Yeah. So. Well, and that's the thing is that, you know, Calendly has the ability to sync with your calendar so it can see when you're already booked, yeah. see when you're available. And, you know, you do have the ability to also set up those different types of appointments, like you mentioned. So, you know, some of them, so like for me, a new client onboarding is probably more like a 45 minute call. So I'll send that to that group and I have more availability there, right? Because especially with a new client, I want to make sure that I can get them in when, when it's convenient for them. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a game changer. Yeah. I like a 15 it. minute check-in or something like that, yeah. which again, you know, a lot of these things that this is going to lead into the next tool zoom because like you can like have zoom set up where that if you're doing your video calls uh i know we've talked about when we send out this calendly link you can create an option in there so that oh, if they want to yeah. just do a phone call if they want to do a zoom if they want to do a teams if they want to do just like a google, google meet, meet yeah right so you can actually choose the tool so you're 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 creating a successful environment for yeah. yourself so that the meeting expectation is lined up with what that particular person who's creating the meeting with you is about. Well, so, yeah, but let me say that a little differently. Yeah, so you can choose the tool that you prefer, or you can add the optionality within Calendly for the person that you're meeting with to choose a tool that yes. works best for them. Because, you know, for us, we're somewhat tool agnostic, but for a lot of our clients, there's one specific thing that they can only use within their organization. Right. So it's nice to include that optionality so that you can ensure a, a meeting platform that's compatible with that organization. Yeah, great point, great point. Because like that is the thing that, again, if you're trying to make it easier for other people to connect with you, then that definitely will do that. Yeah. Uh, I, it was, there was one more, oh, okay. So I, I was thinking about, all right, we've we've covered all these things that I, how to make it easier for people to get to you, how you can make yourself a little bit more efficient. There's, uh, an, you know, we talked about last time tasks too, right? So all these things, all right, now I wanna go check out all these tools, I wanna go do these things. You've given me this list of tools to check out, but oh my gosh, like, how am I gonna remember to do that? So you can actually use, there's another tool called Momentum. Momentum is also, again, I'm giving myself away, I use Chrome uh, quite a bit, but like it's an, ex, uh, an extension that you can use, uh, or it's also just a tab 
You can go in there and create task lists. And what I really like about Momentum is that, first of all, it's a separate tab and I kind of keep that on its own. So it's not with my, if, if you're like me or definitely like Nicole, we have three different windows with at least yeah. 15, 20 tabs in Three is windows. conservative, but yeah. yeah. And in which it's bad for your computer, but mm-hmm, anyway, all mm-hmm, that being mm-hmm. said and done. Yeah. Um, you use momentum. It's got it has a quote of the day. It has a beautiful picture behind it, but then it has my task list. And I, of course, I can prioritize that task. So as I'm going down the task, I can check it off and on there. It's a free tool. Again, there are other things that are out there yeah. uh, with HubSpot and things of that nature. But sure. like you can use these tools to help make you more efficient so that you're getting things done. Yeah, okay. absolutely. What else? Do you have anything else? No. Nothing. Wow. We okay. did it. Man. Um. I think it's time for you to get out of here. <laughs> I think that's maybe it. it's maybe it's time for us to yeah. get out of here. We gotta go. <laughs>